Casey. Casey, did you see? See what? Dates. There are dates. We can go on dates. We can go on Marvel dates. Marvel movies. They're back. There are movies, Casey. Dates? Totally normal people living our normal lives. Yeah, it's totally 100% normal. I mean, what is normal anymore? I don't know, but in the meantime, Marvel! Marvel! So, we are recording this the day that Marvel released their giant list of movie dates. And, you know, it's funny. We already knew almost all of those dates already. Well, so a couple of them have, like, shifted around over time and were a little bit, but not only did we get some, con- like, three or four new confirmed dates, um, but we also got some titles. Yeah. That changed. Yeah, or just Or got just, titles. like, got titles, yeah. So, like, that's cool. So we were going to talk about it. Did yeah. you bring up the list? No. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. All right, I'll get it. I mean, I remember lots. I just but... don't remember the title. Like, I remember everything except Ant-Man. It's a quantum mania. There yeah. you go. Okay, fine. If you remember things, do you remember all the dates? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing that you should... Oh, hello! I'm getting notifications. Here's the thing that you should know about um, the way that we run this podcast. So... Organized. organized um but the 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 crux of it is i handle all of the post and all that kind of stuff and i handle the cat when she is able to be handled <laughs> and i make casey do the the reedy parts during episodes but yeah so we're also going to uh after we talk about this a little bit get into are some thoughts on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But, hey, the bright, shiny video. I I don't know. What? How did you feel about the video that they released for all of this? Because it wasn't just, here's some dates and here's here's a slideshow. Like, they made a full-on video. And I just want to know your thoughts. Mm? I mean, I, I will argue that I was in my work headspace and thus had my emotions dialed down because that's what you do when you prep to go into meetings where you talk about things that you love and probably for the best. Yeah. So I feel like it could have had more of an impact than it did on me, but it was cool and I appreciate it. I feel like it's what they would have done at Comic-Con, just not at Comic-Con. Yeah. I don't know. I I was, it got me all up in my feels. It did really make me want to watch Endgame again. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, we've only watched it the one time in yep. theaters because mm-hmm. both of us are just like. It's so afraid. sad. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If we watch it, we're going to watch Infinity War and then Endgame. Because I would like to, at some point, actually see them like. Back to back. Back to back. So maybe we'll do that like this weekend or something. Well, we do also have to get 
our friend through the Marvel movies. And so I knew like those two would be coming up at some point. I know, but then are we going to get to watch them back to back? Uh, please stand by. <laughs> no, that's WandaVision. Please stand by. It's it's your way of getting out of everything for at least a week. It's true. <laughs> please stand by. Uh, it's also in your videos. It is. It's my intro of George Takei. <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't mean for it to sound that way, but. Hi, welcome to Tangents with Amy and Casey. My videos on YouTube have an intro sequence where it says, please stand by. Said so since before WandaVision used please stand by. Yep. But I just randomly told Casey one day to record himself saying, please stand by and in she, a couple different versions. And you were so cryptic about it and you wouldn't explain it. Do I explain anything when I ask you no, to do something? No, because you said like, hey, it's for my intros. I would have been like, sure, no problem. But I was like, why do you want me to record this? I mean, I'll do it, but what, what's it for? And you wouldn't say. Because I wanted a male voice that wasn't me sampling something else that I could just modulate so people wouldn't recognize it from something. I feel so used. You Thank were. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, speaking of used, there was equipment used in filming these. I don't know. I couldn't find a way to make oh, okay. that word segue. Uh, but, yeah, so we... We got some titles and stuff. I don't know. I, I I thought the video was really well made because I think the point of it was not only to, you know, get everyone hyped and give some things actual dates for the first time. Yeah. But I it was more of a video of like, hey, guess what? We're going to get to go back to the movie soon. And we I think to go to the movie. You know, sorry, Christopher Nolan, you air quote tried. <laughs> but I mean. Did we you? All, I saw Tenet. Did you try? At least to try and get it into theaters. He wanted so desperately to be the movie that brought people back to the theaters. And it's just, like, let's face it. We, we are so deep in Marvel's pockets that Marvel is definitely going to be the one to bring people back to the yeah. movies. Yeah. Unfortunately, I still don't think it's going to be Black Widow. I mean... I think it'll be the start. I really do. Well, because we won't be doing that until we get our second dose. Yeah. There's also still two months before the movie comes out. Is it? And then so, yeah. Uh, it comes out in July. Uh, As uh, a matter of fact, I believe it's July 9th. I have it pulled up. So, ha, take that. Huh. Let me scroll ha, back up. Ha, 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 ha. Who July is not prepared? <laughs> July 9th. Okay. So maybe we will. We but do still have AMC. Yep. So that is that's the 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 hope I think of that video of like, hey, we've got some things settled in. Things are moving. We're doing things. Loki uh, got pushed back too. It did. Yep. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see that part. It well, they didn't. Did. The video didn't do the, the. I know. I'm just letting you know. Hi, this is just real life inter interactions. Got pushed back till the 11th of next month. It's in June now. Yes. Was it not done? I don't know. Huh. Well, we're going to go through all this stuff soon, so... I was just letting you know because it was a thing that I saw, and you kept being like, wow, we're going to get it the next week. And I'm like, no, we are not. Unless I misread it as... No, it was originally supposed to be then, and they okay. got pushed back. Okay. I feel better now because I was like, did I just read <clears throat> May or read June as May? No, I think we just missed whenever it originally updated. Hmm. Hello, this is really interesting for you, hey, right? Super, you... We know you love those, like, real-time reactions, <laughs> especially when you can't see them. 
Not that my face is doing anything spectacular. Ooh. Is it doing something spectacular? No, I, I just have, no have really knowing. delicious tea. Thank you for making tea. Anyway, You're welcome. So, yeah. So then the next, I mean, that is technically the next thing up. Yep. Uh, which is Loki. Uh, but but yeah, we're I, talking the Marvel movie announcements. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I just, I really liked it as someone who is a fan what did she just do? I don't know. Anyway, while she investigates, uh, came out from behind the TV. Wow. Hi. She... This is probably not going to get cut. So yes, the cat decided that the best place to hide was behind the TV, where she never goes. Yeah, and right before this, she was all snuggled up. I had her all wrapped up in a little bundle, and she was sleeping soundly and just being the cutest little button. And now she's just an evil button. Uh, but anyway, it's apropos that we're, that Loki is the next thing because you are such a Loki. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I, I really appreciated it. And you know, I, I'm a Marvel fanboy. I can't lie. Like they, I enjoy so much of their stuff. I know. And I wanted to go see the Avengers thing at Disney. Yeah. Which we will. We will. We have tickets eventually. Eventually. Uh, but yeah, I I I enjoyed it, and you know, and, and it could definitely be seen as a marketing thing of like, hey, watch our stuff because we're coming back with a lot of stuff, and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's also like we are ready to head into this era of returning to heroes. I I just think if anyone could be the driving force of people back to movie theaters and bring them back to life, so to speak, I think it's Marvel. Yeah, easily. It's true. Like, what else has the power to? I mean, even more so than to... Disney right now. Like Disney, Disney, the brand versus yeah. the overarching company. No, definitely. I mean, it's they. I don't want to say they lucked out because they just had lots of money, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> they made a smart move. Yeah, they. they How really about did. that? Uh, so anyway, movies. The first thing, yeah. So we've got Loki coming in June, and then uh, July 9th, as we saw, is Black Widow. So I've been waiting for this for so long, as we all have, and I'm almost two years. Yeah, like a year and a half or something. Yeah, since it was originally supposed to come out. Yeah, and so I'm I'm more mm. than ready for this movie. I hope that, you know. I want to know. I mean, other than the fact that, like, I'm glad that she will get a theatrical release. Like, that is something that was like really up in the air for a while with all the other movies coming to the premiere, or whatever thing. Though it is still doing that, right? Yeah, it's doing both. Um, but one thing I'm curious, I'm curious if they'll continue that to other movies. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they'll I think they'll kind of take it on a case by case basis just to kind of see where they're at. I think they're I mean, they could probably cut it really close with that. Like uh, the next one is uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. And so they could wait to like shortly before that comes out before they decide whether or not it's just going to oh, exclusively just, be theaters or not it's what that's one of my questions with that and with hbo is whether or not we're going to see that that pay more money premiere thing yeah well i mean hbo already like they already officially made the statement of what they were doing and so you know if they they kind of can't i know but they have to get people to stay on board with it yeah, I mean... The big movie company thing. Well, I mean, Mortal Kombat actually made a lot of money in the box office and finally uh, beat out uh, Demon Slayer. So, 
people went to go see it in theaters too. Yep. So anyway, but I mean, so like you know, it is starting to come back and and everything. So I, uh, it, it's I I think it's a little bit up in the air, and I think that's I think that's okay because you know they can decide pretty I much mean, almost here, whenever if they want to the with hold out with Disney Plus and the extra charge. I am probably it's a coin flip of whether or not I would rather see something at my home versus at um, somewhere else. Yeah. Like at a theater. Whereas HBO, I'm almost always going to probably choose to watch it at home. Yeah. Because it's free. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I wanted to say was I'm just really excited to just see whatever this thing that they couldn't show before, like that they wanted to be the big reveal of Black Widow, happen. Oh, yeah. I just want to know. There's something. Yeah, and, like, and, and there, we talked there's to... been a lot of theories, like, and there's been a lot of, like, some this thing. <laughs> some by us. And, uh, sounds so kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> um, but there's been so much of that that I just really want to know what, what, what is it? Yeah, and there, there has to be some sort of, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of phases past of the significance of the first movie of the phase and what that does and what that means. I mean, it's been like origin of a hero and like the start of the the idea of the Avengers and stuff like that. Yeah, so. but I'm, yeah, so let, let's go briefly on that, like the, the ramifications of the first movie in each phase. So Iron Man was, will this work? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it was like, do will people believe in hero like superheroes and do all that? And that's kind of what it is. And then it's it the the continuation of that phase is kind of like believe in heroes. You know, we need heroes. Yeah, and and with the specific hero of Iron Man, you know, there were definitely plenty of ramifications of that movie. Yeah, and it was also like this thing that people don't really know because Iron Man was not a Fun fact, <laughs> Iron Man was not really a household name superhero what? until that movie. Like, in comic culture, yes. Because it was one of, I guess, the equivalent of, like, a big three, sort of. Yeah. With, um, as equivalents to DC. But, like, the your average moviegoer household did not know. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, so, the second phase started off with iron man 3 mm-hmm. which brought brings you the 10 rings brings you the trauma of um new york the battle of new york yeah and I, all of that stuff i think overall and... that one had more of a tone shift rather than like direct uh direct chain reactions i i would say i think iron man 3 was what is the consequences of superheroes like that started the because that phase has a lot of what are the consequences of these big grand adventures and bringing superheroes into your world. It's the same thing like Nick Fury says in one of the things is like Earth has to be ready for the next level of something. Yeah. And so I think the next phase was just like, what is that next level? Yeah. So so I I think Iron Man 3 kind of in, in many ways kind of set the tone for how that phase was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... We have one that's like, okay, you know, the the spark that ignites and all these chain reactions. Uh, phase two gives us uh, a tonal 
shift and you know kind of uh set in a new direction uh phase three started with uh i'm the the phases make no sense to me anymore uh actually it was civil war civil war was the start of phase three and this i think that's a continuation of what are consequences like i think it was the next level of consequence yeah and it was the fracturing of the groups that we had built yeah i mean i mean as we'll talk about in a little bit civil war definitely had a lot of because there were so many characters involved Mm -hmm. i mean that that was just a whole chain reaction of a movie yeah because well it's like it sets up the whole shift of the world so like it it legitimately is like how is the everyday going to respond to the threat of superheroes? Not, you know, do we want superheroes or do we need heroes? It's what are what is the threat to us with superheroes? Not that I I fully believe that if I was in a superhero universe, I would be a superhero and not an everyday person. <laughs> is that what your superhero voice would be? Yes, that's how they would never know who I really was. Hey, immediate props to you for actually... Trying to disguise your voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to picture your superhero now. Mm. But yeah, no, I I agree. Hey, I've always said I would like technopathy. So that brings us back to what was originally supposed to be the start of phase four. Uh, And we're seeing, I mean, so far it's, I don't know what, based on what we've seen in the, the two pieces of phase four that we've gotten to see so far like what would you say is Is going on what comes next like when the biggest threat has been defeated and you don't theoretically need heroes anymore because the threat is absolved what comes next and so it tackles dealing with trauma like the consequences of losing uh, all of like your loved ones and feeling adrift in a sea when you're no longer needed. Um, and that seems to be... Hello, cat. Um, that seems to be the, the current tonal thing. Yeah. Um, which I know, like, it kind of sounds like I'm saying the same thing for each thing. But it's it's dealing with different methods. It's like, what do we do now? Yeah. Uh, you know, first phase was Not superhero. That... Phase two was like, is this good? Phase three is the direct fallout of stuff and then phase four is what now yeah really like that's a really good way to put it yeah uh well it's the same thing that if you go out through a a traumatic event and like everything has come to a close and all of that adrenaline and emotion that you put into these things that you know hurt and had you had to deal with you're a lot of people feel it after like big life events even positive ones is that feeling of emptiness now that there's not that so it's like what do i do now and when you put that in the realm of superheroes it's like is there a need for me anymore you know what do i do now that my purpose doesn't seem to be a purpose yeah in some ways you know earth got its revenge on being having half of it wiped out Mm -hmm. and you know there's a reason why there's a whole genre of post-apocalyptic stories you know in some ways it's it is a post-apocalyptic air quotes i mean because the world pretty much did end almost and well no it it's true though because it is the world ended 
And then you're thrown into a world where people either moved forward five years or didn't. And, like, the the thing, like we said we were going to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, we never end up going the order that we talk about. <laughs> um, it It is, that question is, like, for those people, this is, like, the dystopian future. Because they were gone and then they get back and are told that everything is different and everything has changed and they were like people just moved on past them. Like imagine being dead and then coming back to life and having like for as much as we're like I want like when I pass I want my family to be okay I want people to be able to continue living. It's one thing to say that it's another thing to see it and realize how easily you can be like pushed aside and then having to refit into a society that forgot you. Like, you're now a problem just for nothing that you did. Yeah. Yeah, it's It's, it's crazy. some I'm, dark and heavy crap. I, I'm also interested. It'll be an interesting thing to see uh, besides the characters that we don't know. Like, with the new characters, like Shang-Chi uh, and Miss Marvel and characters like that that we haven't gotten introduced to yet. <laughs> whether or not they uh were got the snap you know whether or not they got blipped as they say in the in the universe uh i i i want to know that i mean it's blipping stupid yes well we got marching band people pelted in the face with basketballs so i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) that i don't i don't know why that that whole thing was just hysterical to me and like, I don't know. I think that was one of the best ways of of addressing it the, for the first time since it happened was like through the mouths of like a high school news thing. Like, <laughs> it still gets me. It still gets me. Uh, but I, I just, it's something that I'm curious about and mm-hmm. want to know. And I think could, I mean, it, no matter which way it happened, it does affect, it affects everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious to see how, like what, what happened with some of the characters that we haven't met yet i mean even that like characters that we haven't met yet or characters that we haven't interacted with since and like what i find interesting is like you know we're we're jumping ahead in many points but like the marvels captain marvel 2 like monica now has powers didn't seem like too enthused at wanting to talk about captain marvel yeah what's up with that what's up with that <laughs> what if i told you there's what's a whole movie that? you can explore it with uh but yeah so uh bring it all back to black widow i'm curious as to see what what made it the one to start yeah even though it's taking place um back in time. yeah but shortly after the events of civil war i believe is where it, Something it like starts that. um and so I, i'm curious as to what Something is going to happen that is going to affect, affect something. Like yeah. I, and it makes me wonder because, like you know, that was meant to be the first thing, and Winter Falcon Winter Soldier was meant to be the second thing. Yeah. And so, like, is it going to deal with the power broker and that kind of stuff? Like, is it going to deal with that situation? Is it going to address like she was using the face thingy that Natasha has? Is it going to deal with that again? Like. I'm I'm very curious as to, I feel like those two have to be more fully linked than WandaVision, which I think was linked to Doctor Strange when it would have kind of come out around before. Yeah, I th- I think WandaVision isn't 
really necessarily as tethered to something else that <clears throat> I mean, this is re- around it. You know, like, Doctor Strange is a few movies down the line. Yeah, it would have been closer at the if, in the previous right. layout. But, like, since that ended up being our preamble into the universe. Yeah, it... It just, uh, I mean, the the way they're marketing about it and the way it just seems, overall, Black Widow is a movie about family, mm-hmm. and and so you know, I, I think that's gonna be the the crux of it, which I, I I I find very interesting because I like all the actors that are part of her family, and so I'm interested to see how she is as. I keep uh, forgetting the guys member. in it. <laughs> yeah, David Harbour, uh, and then Rachel Weiss. I know, oh Rachel Weiss. I I don't. I mean, I have my own theories about that movie, which we don't have to get into because I feel like they're like spoilery theories. Hmm. But, oh. And uh, I was, I forgot her name for a second. Uh, Florence Pugh as her little sister. Like, that is what I'm looking forward to the most. And so, I don't know. Personally, I think whatever this thing that we've been trying to figure out is isn't going to be much of the runtime of that. You no, know it's going mean? to be the end. Yeah, it, it's going to be at the end or... I feel like, like it has to be at the end. Cause I do you feel, think it'll be like just a post-credit thing or like something w- within the plot? So Whatever I, this <laughs> amorphous thing that we don't know is. <laughs> so I, this is kind of how I feel it's going to go. I feel like we're going to get the main plot, which is what takes place back then. And then I don't think it's necessarily going to be... So there, there is definitely going to be a post-credits. But I think that's going to be slightly separate from the other thing. So I feel like it's going to end with something that we know changes how we see it later. Like, I feel like part of the plot and part of the way that that plot ends is going to be like, oh, damn, that means this. And then whether or not at the end then we flash forward, we are either going to get a flash forward like for couple minutes maybe at the end end of the movie or as the post credits but i think that whatever the big thing that changes is we're going to know it at the end of the plot yeah so you're saying somewhere like in act three of the movie is somewhere in act three even like if we're separating out the last fourth of the movie like i think that we're going to get the thing that makes everything different and i think it's going to be hinted at beforehand though i don't know if it will be as obvious yeah but, but and then like we'll probably get like a post credit scene or two to kind of tie it into what that means going forward. Kind of like we got the scroll thing with WandaVision. Yeah, so like a kind of <laughs> confirming or disproving kind of thing. Yes. As they tend to do. No, that that makes sense. Yes. I agree with all of that. Uh but yeah, I mean I'm just I'm still very excited for the movie. Oh yeah. I've wanted a Black I, Widow movie for a long time. Part of it is I don't know, I just really like her white suit. It's, it's cool. like the more I see it, I'm just like, it's really cool. And also, it's she has good hair in that movie, and it's it's so up in the air whether or not they will have her have good hair. <laughs> and I and I and I know, like, hey, I shouldn't look at the female superhero and be like, good hair, bad hair. I do the same thing for Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man because his, <laughs> his hair, facial hair, his facial hair, but even like his hair, hair, yeah. like his hair, hair in Iron Man Two is peak. Hey, there's a reason why there's a whole Oscar category on it. In on four, hair, yeah, hair and hair and makeup. Oh, yeah, or hairstyling, like. But it, there's also like the the oh, let's get into my Oscar opinions. I 
definitely think the hair and makeup and costuming deserve our Oscar awards. I think that they are, you know, predisposed to going period because it's a it's a thing that they're like, ooh, look at the fancy thing. I'm like, there are so many contemporary movies that deserve those Oscars that will never get them, and I am salty. Hey, hey, but at least Suicide Squad did, and that's what matters the most. Oh, good gosh. Because hair and makeup, like, it tells a story, and they actually use it as part of the plot in Endgame of why her hair has, like, different colors in it mm-hmm. and, like, all of that. And so, you know, I, I, I don't think it's – I don't think it's a – shallow thought for you to be like good hair bad hair because it in it's informative i know i just wanted to point out that it wasn't just because she's a female superhero that i do it she's she's one of the things about her character is that she's constantly changing her appearance so she's never looks quite the same all the time yeah and that's a smart thing when you're a spy when you're a spy okay we've talked about this for a long time let's go to the next one but hey that was like (laughs) our chain reaction of (laughs) phase four and all of its moving around uh so next we have shang chi which they dropped the trailer for a couple weeks ago yep and it looks really fun like yeah. i it looks fun i know almost nothing about shang chi like in in a backlog comic knowledge kind of way same I, I don't know much either and so i'm very much looking forward to just having i don't know mostly fresh eyes uh i know that there's you know in the title the ten rings uh, so we know kind of where it's going and, and we talked about it in one of our other episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I liked the trailer. I think it's very smart to have, if he's going to have best friends with him along the way to make them Aquafina and Ronnie Chang, because those two people are freaking hilarious and I'll watch anything they do. <laughs> I'm curious, like in, in, in like a small scale way. So with the 10 rings, like what that setup is going to mean, like, I, I can see it being a one-off villain, but I can also see it could show the return of AIM since, like, there's the idea that Killian was part of the Ten Ring Association. Like, not the Mandarin and not, like, the lead of it, but, like, one of the fingers or whatever. And if they bring back um, AIM, you know, that gives us something for potentially Miss Marvel because she's done she did that in the Avengers game. It gives us something for maybe Riri Williams to deal with. Um, like... It sets That's up. True. Yeah, I, I didn't think of like how far it could reach, but you're right. Because mm-hmm. if you if you bring them back, like they're the they're baddies that do other things and impact other people. And listen, I I know it's maybe a bit of a stretch, but I just and I just want Justin Hammer back. I want <laughs> like with all you of that and your Sam Ham- Rockwell standing. I love Sam Rockwell and like he's so so much fun, and I loved. What they I loved how they changed Justin Hammer, uh, especially because he was up for the role of Tony Stark, mm-hmm. which is always a weird thing to think about. Yeah, but he was like almost next in line for it, and so for them to uh, de-age Justin Hammer to make him more of a foiled Tony Stark, I thought was a really smart move. And I don't know if you're gonna if we're gonna get into like all that other stuff, you gotta give me my my Justin Hammer back at least for a little bit. I want okay, where my he goes. Hammerback, Hammerback, Hammerback. <laughs> Please. Justin Hammerback. But I, thinking about it now, and like as you're talking, it made me realize how kind of ironic and funny. I mean, opinions on, everyone's opinions on Iron Man 3 aside, I think it's ironic that, you know, uh, the whole uh, televised pitch with the Mandarin of, oh, it's a Chinese knockoff, and like, I'm here to... Get rid of knockoffs when the person really behind everything 
is still a knockoff. Yeah. Because he's still not the real Mandarin. As much as maybe he even thought he was, he's not. Yeah. But, so, like... I find that funny. Yep. And the cat goes back in the cave. That's fine. She can go under the covers <laughs> and sleep. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I just... I'm curious that since it's the Ten Rings and the other time we get the references of the Ten Rings is in the Iron Man movies, if it will tie back to AIM at all in any way and what that could mean for... I, I would assume it would be more so... Um, <clears throat> like Riri Williams or like that side of the stuff because yeah. I don't see it coming up again until then like but, I see it being less of a like a big plot point of Shang-Chi and more of like a seed or like a mention yeah but that actually makes me more even more excited at the thought of like yeah it's more even though it's like an origin story movie mm-hmm. which we know you like those I do indeed uh but I like the thought that it's most likely going to have more. Um, it's it's a more important movie mm-hmm. than initially thinking of it, since it's a, an origin movie. Uh, like how it's connected and everything, mm-hmm. like you're saying, I that makes me just more excited for it. Me too, and I just I think that we've gone to the point in Marvel where everything can build upon everything, even when it is an origin movie, because yeah. they know they have the safety net of being able to make this stuff. And, you know, like we talked about in our uh, our other episode, I just like things Which that are connected. Which was our theories episode. Our, not our WandaVision review, but the one before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just our, our general MCU thoughts and theories. Uh, I Just just because we referenced it like three times. Yeah. So. No, it's true. Uh, thank you for the plug. But I, I just like things when things are connected. It just feels, it makes the world feel more alive. And so... Yeah, I, I like thinking and knowing that it's going to have, uh, like, it's just all, it's all coming together. <laughs> uh, so, any last things on Shang-Chi? Um, I think that's it. I'm looking forward to seeing, like, all the fight sequences because they look really fun. And I I really know the main actor from nothing, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings to the Marvel table. Yeah, it's it's interesting whenever there's, like, your your lead character is unfamiliar to you as an actor, but you know pretty much everyone around him, mm-hmm. or at least a lot of people around him. Yeah, and I also really like that because I like the idea that, you know, yes, Marvel also hires a lot of big stars to do things, but also hiring some other people and just propelling them into that place, I think is really cool because, like, you know, that's the whole thing about superheroes. It's like yeah. you can be nobody and you become the fun. The only thing that makes me sad is while I enjoy Catherine Newton, like, I think she's really great. I, I feel sad for the recasting of Cassie Lang. Yeah. Like, that will forever make me sad because, you know, she wasn't a jerk and got recast. She just got recast. recast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially when there are other things, like Miss Marvel and other shows, where they are, you know, having an up-and-coming star. Yep. Uh, but anyway, the next thing up is coming out on your birthday. It is. The Eternals. <clears throat> the Eternals, which I don't know that much about in, like, a, a broad scope. Like, I know vaguely. The only character I really had heard of was Black Knight. Yep. Uh, just because he makes Lord of the Rings references, and I like that. And he was also a character in the Facebook Avengers game that I played. Nice. Um, But I, I'm looking forward to that. I like things that have to do with Immortals. I find that really, really... Immortality and any kind of, like exploration not that i like 
I know whether or not they'll get into a lot of that kind of stuff. I find immortality in fiction like really, really interesting because I hate the idea of being immortal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I find that really interesting. And I just like the idea of people who get to see time go by and like the whole concept of what the immortals are and or like what the Eternals are and all of that is just really interesting to me. So I'm very curious to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like I... If if done well, like it doesn't always work, but when done well, I like seeing the the almost air quote behind the scenes of what was going on and what we've what we yeah. know. And so, you know, uh, what were they doing during all this crap? Yeah, it's sort of like with the ancient one uh, during what would have been the events of the first Avengers movie yep. and what they were doing. I I am very interested to see that expand across all of space and time like what were you doing were you skipping rocks what what was going yeah, on and i'm also curious to like did any of them get blipped is that something that can happen to them i was thinking about that too uh, especially when we were talking earlier about it i don't know and i would like to know i know i'm i'm, I'm hoping that that's something that they address i'm just really curious to because i really know nothing about that movie specifically like setup or whatever so i'm really curious to see kind of what they are because what kind of like threat what kind of antagonists can you bring to that movie to not feel like they're all overpowered yeah yeah and like how can you keep that balance i mean it's coming from a best director and best picture winner with chloe Zhao, so she that's is what I was saying. hot off the Cause hot off the wind <laughs> i know i think that's so i someone someone said in like a meeting or something like they're just now that they we've seen that they have like finished some like finished effects for that movie that they're just waiting for you know the person to get that oscar award-winning director stuff typed up so that they can release that trailer oh yeah <laughs> they, they were probably like hmm do we put in nominee or winner we have to wait yep. and now they get to put in winner yep uh I mean, yeah. Why would you not use that as a marketing thing? I mean, why not? Yeah. Like, it would be dumb not to, honestly. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I, they haven't had... I like a lot of the directors for the Marvel movies. They haven't had the most diverse set of directors Yeah, and throughout history. And they they like to... Uh, it's, it's become a superhero staple in kind of like in the genre itself rather than just a Marvel thing. But it's like... And, and they did this with Star Wars and, you know, I guess it's a lot, mostly a Disney thing. But the idea of like, OK, you made one really good indie movie. So here's your first your first like big budget feature as a superhero movie. Go nuts. They did it with Ryan Coogler. Thankfully, it paid off with him. Uh, but they, they've done it so many times, like with Star Wars, uh, like with Colin Trevorrow and even Ryan Johnson. Uh, you know, they I mean, and John hey, Favreau hey. at the time had elf but that was <laughs> like his biggest movie until yeah you know. i am happy that they're doing it with not a guy <laughs> yeah i mean that's because the thing that you can pinpoint about that list is oh yep yep <laughs> and true. i like yes i appreciate people getting a chance but the amount of chances that white guys get when they have no experience it's versus true. anyone else. It's true. I is think, maddening. I think it's funny that they they definitely like 
I, it's great that they're like, oh, she's this indie up and comer thing. Oh, she just won an Oscar. Great. That's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> we chose wisely. They're just like patting themselves. Yeah. Like, Go me. And it's like, okay, keep doing that. <laughs> okay. Next. Uh, so next we have. Also, oh, yeah. I'm really sad that we didn't get an announcement about Blade. Yeah, I was. I thought he was going to be part of this, or at least like something. I want Blade. Give me Blade. So Marshall Ali will be in like his third Marvel thing. I mean, one was with Spider Verse, but he was already in the Luke Cage show, and now he's got this, and like he's just going to end up just eventually. The MCU will absorb not with Fox, but with Mahershala Ali. <laughs> Marvel boy, Marvel boy, all about that Marvel boy. Just because Paperboy is in the Eternals, just because Paperboy is forever. <laughs> uh, so the next one we've got is Spider Man. Paperboy is true. Spider Man No Way Home, and I, it's a fine title. I just think they kind of messed, they kind of screwed themselves over by having all of the stupid titles that were great, like Spider-Man, Found Home. Oh, yeah. And, like, I don't remember all of them, but they were just all... They were fun titles. Yeah. But, so, I I mean, it's definitely going to be him getting lost in the multiverse and needing to figure something out. Yeah. And that's going to lead into Doctor Strange, because we know he's in Doctor Strange. Yeah. And so is Wanda and all that. But he's going to get lost in the multiverse and not be able to find his way home. And it's all going to be about that. And we're going to see all those other Spider-Men. And people are like, the only reason we haven't gotten any information on this because it's been filming and all that kind of, like, any imagery is because they're like, the moment that we do, people are going to be like, oh, that thing. Yeah. So, the and... So expect them to keep that one as tight under wraps as they possibly can. It's always been a thing with me and will continue be, to be a thing with me. Please, don't show me everything in the trailer. I know, like, we already are getting all of these casting things. And, look, like, Marvel is hyping themselves up with just footage of things that, you know, with, despite the glimpses of, like, the, with Black Widow and Shang-Chi and that stuff that they have, Mm -hmm. and Eternals that they have images of already, most of it was just footage of their old stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't, Marvel has the, the ability to market their their stuff without having to give stuff away like they don't need to do that nope. because people are gonna, gonna make go see money it. anyway like it, it's just i don't know they don't need to pull all their tricks out of the hat just like you know yeah so uh i i, I like that this is under wraps i honestly don't want to see anything if they want to tease something like with toby mcguire or something like that sure because they I already mean, told us the only thing and the only way I would take something, and even if this, this is like the one time I'd be like, it's okay if it's in the trailer and not in the movie, is if they recreate the pointing Spider-Man thing with like <laughs> three Spider-Man. <laughs> and just, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that would be great. Like, here's the thing. That doesn't have to even be in the movie. You just need that as your trailer, and people will go see it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, since we already know that they're in it, give me that, and yeah, that's. I think that's a really good thing. Uh, I I mean they did it at the end of the Spider Verse too, uh, which was also great. Like just lean into that, and and I think that's definitely the way that that's going. I mean, you know, that one's one that we won't know much about until we actually see it, and I'm more than okay with that personally. Yep, me too. I'm curious if, like, and this is not something that I really think will happen. But I just had a really, really bad but funny thought of, uh, do you think somewhere in the multiverse we'll get Shailene Woodley? 
because she was she had filmed scenes as Mary Jane for the oh Amazing Spider-Man 2 and got cut. Do you think that we might get a glimpse of like, hey, I was almost like, nope, bye. <laughs> I don't know. I was actually going to wonder if we would see anything with like Spider-Verse. Like if we'll get an animated sequence. Maybe. Who who the heck knows at who this point? Who knows? I mean. I just, even if like it's just a glimpse of like him falling through portals and like there's the thing and you just see them go, what? <laughs> bye, Spider-Ham. <laughs> Um, but I kind of want, the, I kind of want my drive by Mary Jane of Shaley Woodley. That'd be really <laughs> of just fun. like a two second cameo. You're of the like, only person who remembers that she was Mary Jane. And you know what? I will, I will be that person in the theater that goes <gasps> really loudly and not regret it at all. But you've always been that person. But this time I have a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, no, I, I'm excited for that one just because I feel like it's going to be a fun ride. Like that one and Doctor Strange, which is the next one after that? Yeah. Yeah. So well, like, I mean, t- the, we have like some TV stuff. Yeah, but I just meant like movie-wise. Like that, I think both of those are going to be a wild ride. I think there's going to be something in each of them that's like heart-wrenching and like you feel like your soul is dying. But the rest of it's just going to be like, oh my God, fun. Yeah, it's going to be your your act two of Endgame fun that you love. I know. I mean, you love. I love it too. What am I talking? I about? mean, a lot of people didn't like it, and I'm like, to you people, where's your spirit of joy? Listen, where do you find? We joy? gave you America's ass. What more could you ask for? <laughs> what more could you ask for? Uh, but yeah, so there's supposedly. I mean, it could change. I don't think it's necessarily uh, the the order of it, the release really matters about um, with Hawkeye and um, and Miss Marvel. Mm. Like, I don't know. They could probably move that around. It just says late 2021 for both of those. I think it just depends on if someone makes a cameo on one of the others. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think that's a little bit... There's more free space for that yeah. as far as when they... Ex- the exact date of them coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so next one is Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. We've talked about there, that one a lot. Is there anything really to add? I mean, I'm excited. I hope that she has still has a big part in it. Uh, I'm excited to see more Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Because I just enjoy her in general. I mean, people thought she was supposed to be, like, the night nurse at some point. Yeah, and then there was also Claire and, like, oh, that's something with Spider-Man that might get answered. And they could, I'm doing finger guns, they could do it some more in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Of whether or not, what the heck's going on with all the Netflix shows. I was going to say, Matt Murdock isn't it? They, I mean, it hasn't been confirmed. We think so. And so we think at least like a cameo or something. I mean, of... I would rather them not confirm it and then like reveal a bunch of stuff after. Agreed. But that's that's the I mean, ever since uh, Far From Home came out, that was a speculation of like, OK, so he's in trouble, like legal trouble. Is Matt Murdock going to be his lawyer? Because that's a big thing. And, you know, I, I would like to see it. And fan fiction would have you believe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what my hope is, because I. I don't know. I really enjoyed the Netflix show. I mean, the other option, just to put it out there, is She-Hulk. That's also a thing, too. Because I mean, she's already cast. <laughs> yep. And it's going to Disney+. Plus. So Yep. So there's the possibility of hey, a Tatiana Maslany what if, instead. What if it's one side or the other? Like, Matt Murdock is on one side, and she's on the other side. That'd be cool. As like a... a like Jessica's on one side and Matt Mur- Matt Murdock's on the other side. Matt, Matt, Matt Mercer? Mercer. Matt Mercer's on the other side. <gasps> what is What's happening? happening? The multiverse a, a of very madness. Very interesting. Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> just Matt Mercer and the just 
and when we get weird in the multiverse of madness, we see Shailene Woodley fly by. We also see the cast of Critical Role. Who knows what the heck's happening in there? But I mean, half of them were the Avengers anyway. Yep. Um, but oh, just like a voice, uh, like a the, them in the vocal booth. Yeah, the voice just booth. be, be like, so uh, do the. Laura and Travis recording the lights? What is what? this? Um, but I could also see it, if he needs a lawyer, it being She-Hulk. Because she's cast. She has a show coming up. It's true. But you heard it here first. Lawyer debate between Matt Murdock and She-Hulk. And also the cast <laughs> of the Marvel good. Avengers game in the Multiverse of Madness. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. Call it now. Make it, make it so. Even though it's already filmed, make it so. Uh, yeah, so like, I'm just, I'm ready for that chunk, that few months of just. I'm ready craziness. for all the memes of this other person was in the Spider Man movie. Yeah, like they've had the things of like, you know, Cosmo the dog and uh, Howard the duck and like little things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I just want them to get so weird. I want them. Dan to, Cortez. I <laughs> want it all, and I just want it like, even if it's for a second. Like, come on, Shailene Woodley, gather the people and just throw everything at the wall. I just want it to be a mess <laughs> in the best way. Because if they just kept announcing people that were going to be in it. So I'm like, just give me everyone and everything for like a split second. I just want an, like a 10 minute sequence of just, oh my God, it's this. And just like the a happier version of the Willy Wonka's boat ride. Give it to me. I'm just, I'm really curious to see just what happens. watching Peter or someone, it's just be like, it doesn't show any signs of slowing. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what those movies need to be. And I'm, I'm putting my foot down on that. I want the Willy Wonka's boat ride to be changed to something less traumatic and more fun. There, I have said my piece. Okay. Are you as exhausted about it? She's speechless. Next, we have Thor, Love, and Thunder. Thor, Love, and Thunder. We know that it's Lady Thor uh, with Jane Foster. And we know that Valkyrie's in it. Mm-hmm. And we have Taika Waititi, and Taika Waititi as Corgan friends. Yes. And also director. Yeah. Yes. So, like, I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok a lot. I look forward to seeing what Thor, Love, and Thunder is. Um, I imagine Thor's going to lose his powers. Jane Foster's going to have a sad time and then be a superhero and hopefully survive. I think so. Sometimes it depends on... Uh, I mean, honestly, sometimes it just depends on the, the actor's feelings. It seems like she's very excited about this movie. And, you know, I, I, I think there was a moment... We've talked about it before with this too. Mm-hmm. I think there was a moment of like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. We'll give you the hammer. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> it's like the the meme of like do like being in a Thor movie, eh, being Thor in the movie. Eh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 100% think that's exactly what happened in that meeting of like, okay, so we have it, we have the we have the parts to have to do this next story with Thor. So, eh, eh, just gonna, just, I imagine even, like, sliding the the replica of the hammer just across the the table, just, maybe this will change your mind. (laughs) So. And I look forward to seeing Darcy again. I always enjoy her. Yeah, I I don't 
do we think there's going to be any guardian stuff? There might be like a connection, but so, I don't. I I feel like there has to be some since Thor left with the guardians. Yeah. And so I don't know how that connects at all. I have absolutely no idea. I don't have any speculation. I just know that there has to be some kind of acknowledgement. Otherwise, of the fact that he was with them. Of the fact that he left with them. Yeah. It was probably, I'm guessing it's, there'd probably be like a throwaway joke of like, oh God, they were awful and that was, I made a horrible mistake. Yeah, and that's fine. But I, I feel like, uh, I think it would almost be kind of funny that way of like, instead of, because some people are thinking Guardians 3 and Thor are super connected because they're in space, but they might just be adjacent to each other, <laughs> you know? Uh, but we'll see. That would, it would be really funny. See, like, they won't do this, but it would be really funny if, like, we saw, like, from the sidelines, you know, here's Thor doing all of his Thor stuff, and then every once in a while we see the Guardians doing something, and we don't know what it is. Yeah. And then we go and we get the Guardians movie, because that one was announced also. Um, mm-hmm. And we see those moments from the other point of view. Yeah. And that would be fun. Just watching Thor fly around, and you're just, Rocket's like, what a what a juice! What a douche! <laughs> a juice! A juice! What a juice! I mean, he got juiced. For, he did because he's also playing Hulk Hogan in a movie. Oh so. God! He's just he's like, all right, two r- bulked out movies in a row. Let's do this. Uh, I don't know if I need that movie, but, but anyway, next. But yeah, so that's. Uh, I think it's just gonna be fun. I don't know if it's like super connected to everything. No, and there might be more of an idea like as we get closer to it, but I. I think that there's going to be some little thing about the Guardians. I don't necessarily think the Guardians are going to stick around very much. Somehow, he has to get back to Earth, because that's where Jane is. Yeah. So, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, next is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Ouch. Oh. The moment that they said that, I was like, ow. It's like, perfect choice of title, but ouch. It's just, like, there's so much, there's so much around this movie for obvious reasons, and it's just like... I don't know. I I feel it's less of like a oh let's see them get out of this one. I think it's more of just like I don't know. What I feel like do? yeah, but I also I just feel like there's this uns. I mean, it is spoken. People have said it, but like I I don't know. I just feel like there's gonna be this sense of support for this movie that the rest of them won't get because of the tragedy yeah. that, that is just kind of looming over this movie. Like I think more than maybe any of the other ones, like people want this one to succeed yeah and I at least think, that's how i feel i think it will barring it being handled just so poorly <laughs> i will give that caveat barring it being just like really poorly done i think there's a lot of cushion for that movie and not in like a in a mean way of like you can just do what you want you know but like in a they have tough decisions to make and tough like it's a tough situation yeah and so people are ready to kind of hold hands with it as it tries as it moves forward yeah you know what i I mean it definitely definitely feels more of a support yeah angle rather than like a patronizing angle yeah like you better do this right yeah no it's more like hey we get it we're with you like yeah and so like it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a massive like emotionally yeah and just, I, we, we really to. don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about it. I mean, the only thing we n- can guess or assume is that it's going to, uh, in some way, set up the, whatever, TV show 
whatever Disney Plus show, Wakanda show that they're making, mm-hmm. uh, it will kind of serve as like a mini pilot to that, or at least like a setup for that show. But other than that, who knows? I mean, like theoretically, we're going to see someone pick up the mantle of Black Panther. Yeah. Or some variation thereof. Yeah. I've seen people think it's going to be Shuri. I've seen people think that it's going to be one of the... Uh, Dorm- the Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. I've, I've seen people be like, they're going to bring Michael B. Jordan back from the dead. I've also heard some stuff for M'Baku. And just like, instead of the Killer Ape one, go and actually be Black Panther. I mean, here's the thing. I adore Winston. It's true. I it's, oh, he is, I like him so much. Like, <laughs> if if Wakanda Forever is like the secret title of it is just Dad Panther, <laughs> Dad Vibe Panther. Listen, he he is somebody that I could easily get behind. Yeah, not not to say anything bad about the other dude, but the other dude kind of sucked in that movie. Who Killmonger? No, um. Daniel Kluwer. Oh, yeah. No, he's no, not. He's not. But His character's not. I don't know why they didn't even cross my mind to have Mbaku be it. That's that's what a lot of people were saying. It was, mm. it was pretty much Shuri, uh, Killmonger, or... Uh, which I, I think is the least likely. But Shuri, also, Killmonger, or Mbaku. I mean, I could also see them doing something like Lupita Nyong'o. If, if she was, came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I don't know if she will. Because, like... I'm confused about if she wants to be in these movies. Regardless of what happens, uh, I, I think that, you know, I, I I trust that team. And so, like, we're we're all in the corner rooting for it. And, you know, I'm excited because I, I do genuinely, like... Dad Baku. <laughs> Dad Baku. <laughs> I genuinely am so invested and interested in the world of Wakanda mm-hmm. and everything around it. And so, you know, and all the things that come from it. And so, like, just, I, I am somebody who wants to delve more into that world because it was, it's just so interesting to me. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm curious about the TV show. I just, like, I, I think that's the big question is, like, what will happen to Black Panther? Not, like, the movie franchise, but, like, the the iconography of Black Panther. Yeah. Um. I mean, hey, you know, if, if Fast and Furious can do like the perfect send off for a character that had tragedy around it, then I believe in uh Black Panther being able to do that. Oh, we're gonna get another really sad song. Yes we are. Oh Yes we are. Will it be Kendrick Lamar? Maybe, hopefully. But either way. Donald Glover would also be really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. where's my prowler at, by the way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe but, in Spider-Man. Maybe. Uh, but next, speaking of Marvel, it's we have a title, which is The Marvels. The Marvels, which is Captain Marvel 2. Yep. Uh, and the S is, is very clearly Miss Marvel's yep. symbol. So does this take place before or after the show? It has to be after. I'm assuming after. Uh, they haven't said. When but, the Miss Marvel's going to be. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that we're not going to do a lot of... Uh, flashback movies besides black widow Mm -hmm. i I don't think they're going that route well i meant more like when we see of the couple leaked set photos of miss marvel she's clearly in her outfit yeah so does she make it herself in this kind of like the other times or like 
I, I don't know how we're doing that. Like, does she, like... Yeah, I, at this point, I assume, but, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to see. Yeah. And I'm sure, honestly, I think that's something that a trailer will address. I'm also really interested to see her powers, like, come to life. I want her to go, Embiggen! Oh, you better believe it's gonna happen. It's probably what happened after the, the photos that were... Yeah, I just... Leaked. She... Kamala can be such a fun and funny character because she is such a fangirl and I love it. She, like, she is me as a child. She is a she fan is me as a now. <laughs> I know. So, like, I want them to lean so far into that and then I want to see her fangirl out when she meets Captain Marvel. And I want... Because you know the Marvels is going to have Carol reunite with Monica and there's going to be like some kind of tension going on there. And I want, you know, Miss Marvel to be in the backseat of the car being like, why, why are they fighting? And just that awkward like teenage stare as your parents fight. Yeah, just like I in the it. Avengers game, like Kamala is the ultimate tension diffuser. Yeah. She just is. Like, how can you be mad? And it's... It's at least in the game, and I'm assuming in the show and in the this movie, there's she's gonna be utilizing that way of like, just the ultimate tension because you can't be mad at someone else when she's in the room. You just can't. Right? It's right? just not she's allowed. Just, she's such a happy ball of sunshine, all the time. But yeah, I I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, so yeah, I I'm assuming again that that the show will will happen. I. And I'm also assuming that we'll have at least like a cameo of like a good job kid from from Brie Larson in the show. Yeah, um, I'm I'm like I'm curious. And the one thing I see people talk about a lot is like the problem that they had with Captain Marvel in Endgame, which is like the moment she shows up, the fight's over because she is just so powered. Yeah. And how do you build a movie around that? Yeah. And. I don't, I hate the answer of find a way to make her depowered and have to find it back. I'm like, then what was the point? Yeah. What was the point? But hey, either way, not my job, not my problem to write about. <laughs> nope. It's my problem to go and see. My problem is what day will it be? <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. That one has November 11th. Uh, so my birthday 2022. in 2022 uh there's also in 2022 the guardians holiday special which we know has been written yes so that'll be a fun little thing uh i'm curious about that let's see okay it says uh it'll be filmed on the set of guardians of the galaxy volume 3 so it'll be something to do with, to that. Do with that and probably like and it comes a- out before that after yeah before before i'm imagining it's going to be like a brief little blip of a thing yeah but we'll be like closely timeline connected uh so also 2022 at least for now is supposed to be moon knight the tv show and then she hulk like we mentioned before uh and then will you send me this by the way afterwards yeah uh so 2023 who is playing moon knight uh oscar isaac that's what i thought i was like yeah i I legitimately just had the moment of like, is that true? Or was it just a really happy dream? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know there's like a lot of, there was a lot of tension about that. And I was honestly 
waiting to see if it changed because of people there were people mad that it wasn't a, a jewish person in the role mm-hmm. and like that's part of his backstory i know i know very little about moon knight's uh backstory i just know he's i just know his edgelord status uh i know so like my knowledge of moon knight tends to be more tangential but i know a lot of the things he's famous for and i know a lot of like the parts of his story that were like big plot points but i you know it would not have occurred to me yeah but uh i just i know like i'm a huge oscar isaac fan like i think he's he's one of my favorite actors he's so good uh but i was honestly just kind of waiting around to see if that stuck or like what happened with all that Mm -hmm. uh because that was kind of an immediate thing um but i know there was something with Miss Marvel about the casting of one of the guys in that, but we're not here for that today. Uh, we anyway, we are now in 2023 with Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and that's uh, officially has uh, Kang the Conqueror, Kang the Conqueror, in it, Which, played by Jonathan Majors, who is great. He is great, and I wonder because I know that we're building to Young Avengers, and so I'm wondering. It, Young Avengers will have to take place after that, then, I think, because I don't unless so it's whether or not they defeat him in that movie, like in it, or if he's gonna be like a more overarching villain, because like they are definitely making um Young Avengers. It's just whether or not um the storyline with Kang and the Young Avengers takes place pre his introduction in Ant Man or post his introduction. Yeah, in and it. It only makes me wonder further. I'm saying it in very, very simple terms because Casey hasn't read any of it and I'm trying not to spoil him. Also, I think I'm going to buy the rest of the comics today. You should. Uh, and I will read the, I will actually read those before I get to that. Yay. Well, I, so spoiler alert and just in case, Young Avengers is one of my favorite Marvel comics of all time. And I thought I owned all of them and then found out I didn't. And then um, I'm sad. So I'm going to like rectify that right. <laughs> uh finger guns uh, i'm in the finger gun mood today okay i'm in a really weird mood today i'm just in a mood and i think you a are lot... a mood i am mood mood night <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, is that my superhero name mood night i am mood night oh no matter what you are a mood <laughs> uh but yeah i i think it's i mean they are like rapidly with the disney plus stuff throwing in young avengers like, we've gotten so much set up in just a short amount of time. So, uh, at first I figured that Ant-Man would probably come first, but maybe not. Just mm. with how rapidly they're tossing Young Avengers at us. Well, so, it depends, because... Um, that would be a long gap to set up all of the Young Avengers and then not have them... So, the last... I know that we were saying we didn't know whether... Um, was it Miss Marvel or Hawkeye came first? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, yeah. So it seems like Hawkeye is first. At least it would for right make now. sense to me to have it be that, and then incorporate Miss Marvel into the Young Avengers somehow, and maybe start Young Avengers kind of in Miss Marvel, um, or have that be the ending of that show and lead into something else. There's just a weird gap between that because most of that is supposed to happen this year, and then, uh. At least for right now, if everything goes according to the timeline that they've set, there's like a year and a half gap be- before Ant-Man. And so 
there's just I don't. I it's mean, a really they, long gap for them to. Well, not... the thing about it is they, they have to have Doctor Strange come out before they can loop back around. That's true, but they also haven't. They also haven't announced Young Avengers, which I mean they're they're not going to until they get to that point because they still think it's a mystery. Um, but the the please well it's that and they also have announced that they're doing like riri williams but we don't know when yeah so like it it depends on what they're building towards because like the thing with king the conqueror and the young avengers is like a lot of time travel stuff and so it really depends on that but um riri and miss marvel are not part of the lineup of young avengers they're they were a part of the other the other team thing or at least miss marvel was i'm trying to remember if riri was um but it seems to me that they're more likely to work them into the story so the story is not going to be the exact same um but i don't know what's going to change but they also are still missing one technically two of the main people from the original young avengers because we were introduced um, is there any more things that we have to cover? Uh, just like one or two. Okay. So we were introduced in Falcon, Witcher Soldier to, uh, Patriot or the kid that would be Patriot. Elijah. Right? Elijah. Elijah Bradley. Bradley. And so he is Patriot in Young Avengers because his grandpa did the stuff and all that. And so like we have him and so we have pretty much everybody except for Iron Lad and, um, Hulkling. And Hulkling, I... It's just fun to say. <laughs> um, he... I don't know where they would work him in unless he starts in, like, whatever the next thing with Billy and Teddy. Not Billy. Bi- Billy <laughs> and Tommy are. You laugh, but his name is Teddy. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, whoever named them. But, like, so it... I could see them saving Teddy for whatever the next thing they do with Billy and Tommy are and going from there. So, but he could also end up possibly with what, Dr. Strange, possibly Dr. Strange. Um, probably not unless they're already teenagers in it. Cause I imagine they're not going to deal with them as teenagers. So I believe that Dr. Strange will end with Wanda seemingly getting her kids back in the way that like they're not dead but the thing about them is that technically they're twins but technically they are re their spirits are reborn into uh other families and they're born to other or like they have other families that they're a part of and then they meet up again they're like oh my gosh where it's the- like it takes two kind of <laughs> um so i don't think she's going to end up with the kids at the end of the multiverse of madness like i think that that we're going to find out that they're alive but I don't think she's going to end up with the kids. And then I think we're going to get something from that. But I don't think they can announce that kind of stuff until after we yeah. get multiverse. So I, I guess there like, is like some stuff they have to do. Because this one, uh, so Ant-Man, Quantumania, Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania uh, will be what seems to be the debut of at least Catherine Newton's version of Cassie. Lang, yeah. which I'm forgetting her superhero name. Oh, her! I, I don't know what it is. I know. She has a superhero name and I can't remember. But yeah, anything else on that? I mean, yeah. I think it's just going to be... Ant-Man is going to be super fun and, you know, and tiny-wimey. I know. We're just going to deal with the... 
the, this whole thing, as we get further out to whatever the next, like, Avengers level thing is, is going to be a lot of time travel, a lot of dimensional travel stuff, and just a lot of, like, the reality is breaking as we know it. Yeah. Which is King the Conqueror's stick. Do you... So I know we talked about it before, but still, like, now that we have a slight, Sh- slightly but... more information, uh, do we still think that Young Avengers is going to be a Disney Plus show, or do you think they're going to actually give it a movie? And Unclear. as a replacement for the Avengers. I don't think they're going to do it as a replacement for the Avengers. I could see them putting it together. Like, I could see the Avengers maybe being the culmination to bring the Young Avengers together. And then getting a Young Avengers Disney Plus show. I don't necessarily think they're going to give Young Avengers... as of right now, like, we... It's they're putting this all in one phase, and you know, I I'm wondering if they're gonna put some sort of Avengers. So I think equivalent it, together. So I think it depends because I could definitely see them do the Children's Crusade arc as like a a movie, maybe. Uh, unclear. Yeah, it doesn't have to have an answer. I asked the tough questions unclear okay. <laughs> uh so the next one is guardians volume three i have no idea what that's about so that's uh may 5th 2023 i mean it's Gu- it's guardians volume three the search for gomorrah yeah like uh, yeah straight up uh i'm i guess they're leaving just the volume three thing because of like the mixtape and stuff but i mean that's if it had a subtitle it's got to be the search for gomorrah i mean like like Star Trek before it. Yep. Just search uh, for Gamora. I mean, I, and then we'll get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Four: The Voyage Home, <laughs> <laughs> the oh, one man. with the whales. Guardians with the whales, like I am already preemptively excited for Space that. Space whale. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Just no. <laughs> like Drax riding a whale because uh, it would just probably be we, Drax. Can we do that? Like, can we actually do like a voyage home like, and like try to get like rocket and groot semi like human transformed but like temporarily and then trying to fit in the fit in on earth for a little bit until they regress or whatever like come on we're doing it we're doing it for them right now i know oh that that could end up being my favorite mcu thing is gardens of the galaxy volume 4 the voyage home or they could no they can even call it the the one one with with the the whales whales. (laughs) Guardians Volume 4, four. The, the one, one with, with the, the whales. whales. Uh, there you go. So many exclusive things happening. Like, like that that needs to be a thing. Like, doesn't that just make you excited? Yes, actually. <laughs> Probably more excited than I would have been for any <laughs> Guardians whatever. Uh, I and like then them it just fine. has, like, the stuff that doesn't have... Uh, Release dates. Yeah. So there's Fantastic Four, some point. Uh, Blade, some, some point. point. Secret Invasion. Some, some point. point. Ironheart. Some, some point. point. Armor Wars. Some, some point. point. I am Groot. Some, some point. point. And I think that's it. Okay. But yeah, so now that we've gotten our prologue out of the way, our, let's spend an hour and 14 minutes of prologue. Yeah, let's get to the meat of the episode, which is Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yeah, there's a reason we put this into one episode. Here's the thing I liked it. I liked it fine. I, it had some some ups and downs, but uh, it had some really great acting moments. It had some really great story moments that were 
in a sea of okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like I I think that is okay. And I think we have to allow ourselves to be okay. Just like with movies and stuff in general, like sometimes okay is okay. Okay. It, yeah. Because, like, you know, it doesn't have to be, like... No, and and the thing is, like, I think if it had been the first Disney Plus show, I would have felt a little more... A little less, um... Left for wanting. But underwhelmed? A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was really... Ex- like, Falcon and Winter Soldier was one of the ones I was most excited for. And then WandaVision happened. And WandaVision <laughs> was crazy good. And, and like, just like the Citizens of Westview... Your brain was taken over. Yeah, and it was it was genre bending. It did a lot of really interesting things, and so then you get to Falcon Winter Soldier, which is like a straightforward political action thriller with added superheroes, and that's fine. That is again, like you said, okay, and it didn't do anything wrong. Like, uh, well, yeah. yeah. So let's let's kind of like skim through stuff. I mean, first of all. People are like, oh, the new Captain America sucks. Thank you for getting the basic point. Not Sam. Not Sam, but uh, Walker, John Walker. Yep. Like, He's supposed to people suck. People like, oh, I don't like this guy, even though there are other characters in this that do worse things. I hate this guy. And I'm like, yeah, you're not supposed to like him because he doesn't stay as Captain America. Spoiler, he becomes Agent Walker, or the U.S. agent. Yes. So uh, it seems like they were setting up the kind of anti- shield not in the way of like hydra or no but or just... like how sword is different but there's like a it's almost like i hesitate to say the suicide squad but it's shield without the conscience yeah. and it's shield barely has a conscience <laughs> yeah uh but you know so they're, they're definitely setting that up maybe uh but yeah if you didn't like the guy you weren't supposed to uh i really like Sam as Captain America. I really like Sam as Captain America. Uh, he had a really good training montage. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, I like his family. Very and I, I like how they dealt with... It's like So my favorite things about the show, besides like him getting his cool action stuff and his monologue and like him really feeling like he himself is ready to take mm-hmm. up the mantle as Captain America. That was great. But the other thing that I really liked the most were the, the smaller moments and... You know, this is the one, even more so than WandaVision, asks the question or wants to discuss what happens about mm-hmm. the people that came back. Yep. And so, like, to me, that was most interesting. And the, the, in the first episode, the bank scene where they're know, like, you've been gone for. Yeah. The thing that's even worse <laughs> about that is like, you know, it's like, oh, sorry, there's nothing we can do. You, you were blipped and you came back. And it's like, no, I'll say what you really want to say is that, you know, they're a poor black family, so you don't care. Yep. And so, like, the there were several moments in this show where the subtext was, uh, my absolute favorite thing, probably even more than Sam taking up the shield, is all of his stuff with Isaiah Bradley. Yep. Like, like, that, to me, was the crux of the show. And just, that could have gone, it could have been hokey or it could have just not really landed but you know the there are things that you and i will never understand Mm -hmm. and but they still like i don't know i thought it was those scenes in themselves were just 
perfection. They were great. And the payoff at the end, like With the Smithsonian, and yeah, like I, I was like bawling up, like looking at ourselves right now. We're both emotional just thinking about it. Like that to me is one of like the, the hard, hardest hitting but best hitting moments, in almost the MCU. Like mm-hmm. you know, thoughts overall on, on the show aside. Like that and the talk with Wanda and Vision in mm-hmm. WandaVision. Uh, <laughs> but like we've got some heavy stuff, like really yeah. good, chunky, meaty acting stuff mm-hmm. so far in this phase. And so like that's what I'm here for. Like I love this I love the bombastic action and stuff, but you know Those the, those the, like real human moments. Yeah. The discussions between Wanda and Vision, like the really heavy stuff and uh all the stuff with with sam and isaiah are just were so good and to me like you know again i i know i enjoyed it a bit more than you did but that like makes up for some of the the more protruding flaws of the show yeah and i think part of the flaws was i think they had to cut a whole subplot and I think that was bad. I don't like really what they did with the power broker. <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing that I'm just like, you know. And I think even... Bucky's par- therapist sucked. Yeah, like. Like, sorry, I was, that was my other real big point is like. Yeah, even, you know, uh, some of the stuff that were just kind of, <clears throat> oh, that weren't as good or, you know, didn't quite hit the, the mm-hmm. heights that it wanted to uh, was still fine for me. But yeah, that those were two things. The. The power broker thing, especially, like, I just don't like that choice. Mm. And, you know, I'm not the writer. I'm not the director. I don't make those decisions. But that was the one thing I was like, okay, so we get Sharon Carter, but sorry if you didn't know, we do spoilers only. Uh, But she, we also, it was so telegraphed. Yeah. And like, like, so, there was no like surprise. Despite the, the fact of uh, like, Apple doesn't let villains where or use their uh phones don't use iphones and so she wasn't using an iphone yep if you didn't know this you can half the time spoil a movie for yourself because if there are apple products in that movie if your main characters are using apple products apple will not let villains or bad guys or anyone who was would negatively be associated with their image use apple products so if you have apple products in a movie and then suddenly the one person's not using an apple product you can bet that's your bad guy (laughs) (laughs) but we didn't need the apple spoiler the spoil we didn't need a rotten apple to know (laughs) that it was her and just that was one part i just didn't like Mm -mm. um but i I mean overall i I enjoyed it um i i don't know i i kind of go up and down about with bucky as a character overall i you know i liked a lot of things but some of it didn't quite land for me mm -mm. and anything to do with his like rehabilitation part i just felt so flat and and most of the it's weird because most of the most of i don't want to say all necessarily but most of the sam stuff really worked for me with what they chose to do with him and his character uh but yeah and, and i'm not like the the bucky stan of i'm not the sebastian stan of uh uh, fans but it's still like yeah it just didn't quite i really like bucky like in a comic sense and like in up to winter soldier like i really like bucky i was really looking forward to see bucky do some stuff 
because I also really enjoyed the Winter Soldier. But the thing about it is, like, they stopped doing anything with him after Winter Soldier, and he stayed stagnant the entire time. And then you get to here, and, like... Which is what... That's also why, like, in Civil War, I wasn't mad when Tony went after Bucky, because he also, like, yeah, I mean, there wasn't really much to defend no it's on on bucky's side and at least this movie or the I show mean, like he was a victim too but like yeah but i mean at least this show made the effort yeah. well it didn't quite land for me and it seems like it didn't for you either at least there was effort to be made it for his character yeah and i i just feel like they were trying to hedge their bets of wanting to delve into what that kind of trauma would be and not wanting to like and not wanting to make Bucky look like a killer like I think that that's where their biggest flaw is is like they're like we want people to see Bucky as a hero so we're going to show this one thing we're not even going to really show him murdering the kid but that's the one thing that we're going to do and then we're just going to have a list of names and it's like you to do the Winter Soldier, you have to be able to dive into what it means to have, like, your brain rewritten and deal with the idea that you killed a bunch of people. And they didn't really let him. Yeah. Even Hawkeye got a moment in the first Avengers yeah. of, like, a scene of, like, dealing with, I was mind controlled. I mean, you And Sebastian Stan's a good actor. He is. He really is. So I just, I don't know what happened that they were just, like, Bucky is this, like, unfeeling thing in it. And, like, there's one thing about being stoic and trying to hold your emotions. And, like, a couple of times that comes through. But otherwise, it's just kind of... Like, the the bar scene in Madripoor where, you know, he was struggling to, you know, he had to play the part mm-hmm. and be the Winter Soldier. Or at least make people think he was still that, yep. but not. But still not try to fully give into those tendencies. Yep. Like, that was a part where that did work for me. Yeah, but any other part that was part of his rehabilitation just, for me, felt really flat. Yeah. And I can't like put my exact finger on why it, except for the fact that that's not what you do therapy but yeah that too but i just think like this when this show they also just didn't let them be buddies yeah well and and that kind of goes with what with this is that there were a lot of things that didn't quite land but there was still effort there and so they were reaching for those things it just didn't quite get there no. on some of them and you know it, Again, that can't happen all the time, but... I know, but it just seems to consistently happy, happen with Bucky. And so, like, I'm just getting bored of Bucky. And so, here's my pitch to you. Uh, you know, and, and some people... So you have a movie for me? <laughs> I've got a TV show for you. Nice. At least, like, a cameo or, like, a, a guest starring role with Bucky in the Wakanda TV show. Because that was like some of his best stuff is when he and when he was most at peace and like happy Bucky <laughs> is in Wakanda. Yep. Uh, but I know some people were like glad that the switch happened at the end of Falcon the Winter Soldier to Captain America the Winter Soldier. But uh, they were saying some people were saying that it should have changed to Captain America and the White Wolf because but he, he still ha- has the Winter Soldier title. But and the he name. hasn't. So here's the thing. And, well, just before you do that, is that they didn't seem to, it didn't really land that he was trying to not only redeem himself, but redeem the name of the Winter Soldier. Yep. That's what I meant. Like, it's unclear if he's looking to reinvent himself. Like, the White Wolf is what 
the Dormalaje called him and like the people of Wakanda. It doesn't say that he identifies that way as his like himself. And it also like he, I feel like the point of this show was to get Sam to be Captain America and to show why Bucky wasn't the right choice. And, like, and why Steve made the call that he did and all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like that was kind of the thing to build mm. towards and to make sure that they had a camaraderie at the end to do whatever. And, like, I like that scene at the end where, like, everyone's at the boat and having fun and stuff like that because I feel like mm. that's where Bucky's most at peace. Like, outside of, like, Wakanda. Mm. Um, but this, this show was not about what does Bucky need and who is he going to be? And what is his purpose in place? Because we were focused on Captain America and Sam. And so if he goes to the Wakanda show, maybe we'll see his evolution of like, what is Bucky looking to become? But like, for the most part, we've seen how does Bucky relate to everyone around him? Not what does Bucky want to do? Yeah. And, and you know, I, I hope that he gets that since it didn't quite do it in this. I just... I, I, I want that for the character, but also like, yeah, I just want to know if, if, or have it made clear if he's trying to like, uh, redeem or, you know, reclaim, that's the word I was looking for, reclaim the title of the, the name of Winter Soldier and make it something for good and, you know, kind mm -hmm. of wipe that away. Uh, or if, if he wants to take on something else. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I get what people are saying with maybe the, like he didn't get a change in the title card at the end. Uh, I, I get that. But he hadn't reached the point in which he changed. Yeah. And so I think <laughs> for that to be effective, he needs to do that. And whatever, wherever he shows up next. Yes. I would agree. But yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, overall, it was good. It was fine. Yeah. Like they had a lot of high points. Um, I It didn't have like a lot of low points. It was just, the the peaks didn't quite that they were reaching for didn't quite yeah get tall enough <laughs> uh but yeah i just the the only things i didn't like were with the therapy thing and the the power broker thing i also didn't like that every one of the flag smashers got dead yeah they were they all they were so close they were I, so close maybe i know so close and then they just blow up the thing and i'm like and that's because of the power broker i'm just like why why <laughs> yeah like the thing about it is when you when you humanize your bad guys which is not a bad thing you do make like i don't know it makes her she's like a cartoon yeah and i never thought of her oh that, like, and then the other lady <laughs> just because uh well like in the winter so lady. <laughs> yeah basically like amanda waller <laughs> yeah but uh with with sharon in the winter soldier movie she was the one person who stood up to Hydra mm -hmm. when everyone else was scared for their lives and was like expecting to die. She was the one that stood up and, and didn't let the takeover happen in the facility. And so for her to be the one to, to About change. Face. Yeah. And, you know, and even in civil war to a certain extent, like, you know, she was, she was the voice of reason and she was always like the dependable one. And so for her to, get that switch of like oh well my country abandoned me and so i'm going to take revenge i'm like is that really who she is i don't know it just seems very out of character for me i would agree and i just think that like 
cool legacy for Peggy Carter. Yeah, and so it's like, I'm going to trash the name Carter. Well, or that, and then, Agent Carter. I'm yeah, and that, and you take, like... Besmirch. Your, your main villain is, like, a girl who that we really start to, like, understand, and I feel bad for, and, like, she makes really bad decisions, and then she dies. And then you take this other lady who used to do really cool things and, like, you know, went against the stuff to, for what she believed in, and now she's evil. Yeah, well, I saw a thing, it was, like, they... Like, right when your villains are starting to make sense, they have to do something really bad, which in the case with uh, Carly was blow up the the one place and then her friend is like, there were still people in there. And she's like, we have to send a message. It's like, oh, well, see, now I'm not allowed to care about yep. you anymore. <laughs> and and it, I don't know, that's, that's lazy writing to me. Yeah. Like, it, you, you can't be afraid. Like, if you're going to give your villains like accurate points like the points that people everyday people will understand and want to root for because that's what you were doing with the flag smashers is like like yeah it's just they were also a little too vague i'm like i'm not really sure what you're trying to say with this yeah like there's that but like you you can't it's like the thing with killmonger you can't have your villain make sense and not have your good guy also be a bit of a bad guy in the same instance. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it like, and the people, they get too afraid of towing that line. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, for the most part, I think it worked in Black Panther because, you know, as much as everyone was like, oh, Killmonger was so great. And like, I didn't want him to die. And it's like, yeah, but he had to because he made the choice and like it, everything yeah. made sense. And it, it also affected Black Panther because or affected T'Challa because it was basically like, oh, this could have easily have been me. Mm-hmm. In so many ways, it could have been me. But also, he has a point. And so, while I'm not, you know, siding with him, I am going to take the things that he has pointed out and reassess mm-hmm. the structure of everything. Yep. Only that could happen in other places. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and, and you know. I mean, you kind of get that moment with Sam and his big speech yeah. at the end. But, I don't know. It's just, yeah. It didn't quite hit the same way. Yeah, and and also like the other example is is Thanos. You know, we shouldn't root for him, and you're not meant to, but but you do understand. Yeah, and like he is given a point of view, and so like they kind of make Carly a little bit too wishy washy. Yeah. I was like, I'm not sure what your what your point of view is, uh, but yeah, overall, still enjoyed it. Uh, still excited for everything after it and that will stem from it uh i mean i am excited that sam is getting his own movie at some point i just the only thing is like if if the power broker is like the big bad of that movie i'm gonna be a little disappointed i I would agree just because like i don't think she's a strong like for one thing uh, stupid but like for another thing i don't think she's a strong enough villain at least like this show didn't convince me she was a strong enough villain yeah and like and I also don't want to see her character become that villain. Yeah. Because then it just, like, I don't know. It It's just, it's a stretch. Yeah. It's such a stretch to, to get her even where she is right now. And so to make her go full cartoon, I think, is just a misstep. Yeah. I mean, I could see it also be John Walker or something. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's we, not written yet. It's not nope. done. But... I enjoy the meme of the chest size. That was fun. Yeah, that I because the way that they draw Captain America sometimes, 
is weird. Speaking of cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah. thank you guys for sticking around for like an hour and a half. To keep it ended on a positive note, like him as Captain America, I think it was the right decision. It's super cool. Yes. Agreed. But yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our talks and thoughts on Marvel. And hopefully you will come back and listen to us again. We put up episodes on Tuesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, most Tuesdays. And we hope that we will have you back here again on the next episode. Yay! You can find me everywhere on the internet as Amory by the Sea. And I'm Case Crusader on all of the things. And we will talk to you again in the next episode. Bye! Bye. <gasps> Shelly Woodley! What?